0: You know, four years, five years, 10 years down the road, we'll look back on this and say, man, this was a monument. This is one of those memorials that we can look back and say, look what God did and how he exploded the church even more.
1: Hey, everyone, this is Matt McCoy. I know that this new season has created a lot of new challenges for you as a worship leader. And because of this, we decided to do a handful of new episodes called Community Stories, where basically I sit down with a worship leader from Loop community and we just dig into their real life story about how COVID-19 is impacting their worship leading, their church, and their personal life balance. So listen in on this conversation with someone from our community. I hope this is encouraging to you in this new season. Ladies and gentlemen, Marvin Mumford, give it up. Yo! Yo! what's up bro my man <laughs> what's up
0: i'm rocking my dallas cowboys
1: yeah rocking that's my cool. Dallas cowboys man that's <laughs> awesome are you in dallas where are you no
0: man i'm in atlanta georgia bro i'm in atlanta okay that's what i thought i'm Dude, a huge cowboys fan I'm a huge cowboys fan so you know
1: are you you're, you're probably not traveling I mean, you usually are on the road all the time traveling doing tours right. i'm sure that this has changed that
0: <laughs> this has totally changed that with the COVID 19 and really Back in early January, when the situation started trickling into the United States, those that are in the industry were getting murmurs. OK, this could be something, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, uh, and so even at that time, some of the churches were beginning to scale down on inviting guests to come and things of that nature. And then once we moved into February, yeah. things got very intense. <clears throat> and then March and April and now we are in May. It was a yeah. total shutdown on everything. Man. And you know, once once all the sporting uh events decide, okay, we're getting ready to shut down everything, then so were the touring events for most of us yeah. touring uh, musicians. Yeah,
1: events. man. I know you and I have a similarity in that in that like I'm I'm just a gig worship leader. Like I'm not on staff at a church. Actually yeah. I'm not sure. Are you on staff at a church? No. Okay. Yeah, so you and I are both like that as far as like I mean you tour way more than I would, but
0: yeah, because I'm not the owner of Loop Community.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty busy, Marvin. Pretty busy over here. I, brother, trapped I know. Trapped my little I, office. Doing-
0: bro, I know, man. Just all the great things that you guys have been oh, doing, man. man. It's just awesome. So, uh, yeah, you don't have that option to be able to hit the road like I do. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm also, like, trapped in this, like,
1: small little room. I, I mean, I can't go anywhere. I've been here for two months in this room. But, anyways, we both kind of gig at churches. Like, I have not led worship since the beginning of March because as soon as this whole thing hit, the churches that I lead worship at were like, hey, we're just like, we're not bringing in guest worship leaders. We are just going to use like whoever we've got
0: here right. playing acoustic and a djembe and. Is that what's happened to you, too? Totally. The totally same thing happened. Everybody sent out their emails. Hey, guys. You know, because, you know, uh, for us, our schedule is booked out three or four months ahead, sometimes five months. And for me, summertime is it's slam. So most churches know that, Okay, if I need to connect with Marvin, I need to get him in December to schedule for February and March and April. because. You know, once that once the camp season hit, which is May through September, we yeah. have no we have no chance to get in because I do a lot of camps for yeah. the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and Salvation Army and other organizations. Yeah. And so uh, once this hit, everybody was like, well, man, we're sorry about this, but we're going to have to discontinue or we're yeah. going to have to, you know, uh, not do these events and things of that nature. And the thing about it is, is that there's no compensation for that. I mean, they yeah. can cancel just because it's, you know, yeah, yeah, and, and it's, yeah, it's uh, not your own salary. Yeah, yeah.
1: Contract worship leaders all over the place are taking a hit, you know, because yeah, churches are just, they can't afford it. You're not yeah. bringing in a guest. So what have you been doing?
0: Well, you know, um, I've been working part-time for uh, a Christian acoustic guitar company for about the yeah. last three years. Go Is forward that Gopher? Guitars. Yeah, Go Gopher forward yeah. Guitars. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, every now and again, you know, their sale will come through and so, I'll make a few bucks on that. I'm actually sitting in a friend of mine's uh, business right now. Uh, When anyone sees me on tour, they always say, oh, man, Marvin, the shirts and the merchandise you wear is incredible and things of that nature. Well, I have a dear friend of mine, Henry Murphy, who owns Unapologetic Urban Gear. Oh, cool. And uh, and so in the COVID, which is crazy, you know, business has been you know uh, a lot better for him because people yeah. are home; they can see more things. You know, people are buying things through Amazon's and and Shopify yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So business has been good for him. And so uh, I've been coming over here and you know helping print some T shirts and fold some T shirts and things of that nature. You know, yeah. just just doing whatever we can do. So you just uh, keep busy with some other stuff. Trying to keep busy with some other things. We've done a a, a lot. We did a live. Uh, and some folks saw that we were on live, and so they, you know, hit us in yeah. our chat app and things of that nature, man. And uh, and then we've had two churches that say, hey, man, you know, you know, you can't be with us, but would you mind doing some virtual worship for us and send it to us that we can put yeah. out? And and of course, we're not going to compensate you from what we would normally do, but we'll send you something. And so we've had. So you pre-record it,
1: and then yeah. send the music out, which actually yeah, is a pretty yeah. interesting idea for contract musicians. Like, yeah, if you're a contract worship leader somewhere. Record a worship set of you leading and then
0: let churches use that which has been really good for us, you know, in the privacy of our own home or, uh, you know, like some churches like my home church. I play at my home church sometimes. I'm not compensated in any kind of way because that's my home church. That's where I get fed. That's where my my stock is. That's where my covering is. And so through the covid, we've been just me and my boys, my boys travel with me. We've been going and we've been helping out our worship team. And so uh, in their in their facility, they got an open space there that, you know, they video their worship team doing worship. And so we just did a few worship sets there and took yeah. that out. And a couple of churches couple of churches responded to that, which has been a blessing for us.
1: So, Marvin, I always appreciate your insights. And I'm curious, how do you think this is going to impact churches long term? Like long term, um, like when we're looking like 2024 or whatever.
0: Well, like- I think it, it, has, it has strengthened the church in many ways because it showed us how much we need one another. That's one thing that the COVID has shown us. How much we really rely on being in fellowship with our brothers and sisters, whether it's a small group, whether it's the large church on Sunday mornings, youth groups and things of that nature. We really realize in this instance, man, that's important to me. Whereas we've been taking it for granted. Well, you know, I'll go next week or, you know, uh, something, you know, uh, they won't they won't miss me and all those kind of things. And it's not that they won't miss you. It's now that I miss them. And so I think that there's going to be a, a different, uh, hopefully a, a greater appreciation for relationships. Yeah. Man. Secondly, what this has done, this has now allowed the word of God to go out in a more broader way than just, okay, you got to come to my church because many churches and many pastors that I've talked to over, the, over this little season, it's like, man, we're seeing so many more people that are watching our services and things of that nature. And even some of our giving has gone up. And And reason for that, because in the sanctity of my home, I can check your church out instead of you inviting me and then i going and, you know, and I yeah, feel uncomfortable in the safe. sanctity of my, my room, on my phone, on my tablet, on my computer. You know, I could just roll out of my bed and look or in my pajamas and, yeah. you know, and I can sit and watch you. And then I can hear the gospel and I may not respond week one, but maybe week five or maybe it's not your pastor. But I watched another pastor the next week or another pastor that week and yeah. someone how another God has pricked my heart to yeah. be convicted, to come towards Him, And so I think the church will be larger. And even in the aspect of we have learned that we don't have to be in the church to be the church. Mm-hmm. And I've been preaching this, you know, Matt, for almost 10 years now, and I'm waiting to design a church with a big letter B, and the word of the church inside of it, because yeah. I've been trying to tell pastors and their fellowship that we are the church. It's not this illustrious building. It's not the smoking lights and the big TVs and led screens. We are, we are yeah. the church. Now we utilize those things and that's a blessing, but we fail to be the church. We have relied on the government to be the church. We have relied on everything and everybody else to do what God has called us to do and then hold them accountable for what they're supposed to do. We just Mm. ride on them, okay, you do it, and then we'll just give you the word, and then that's it, and that's not it. God has called us to so much more than that, and so I think in this aspect, we have realized and we've seen that we can be the church without being in this building you know, and so many people were afraid. Am I going to lose my members because they're not here? Uh, am I going to lose what God has given us? No. Innately, yeah. it has reassured some things for the body of Christ. So I think, you know, four years, five years, 10 years down the road, we'll look back on this and say, man, this was a monument. This is one of those memorials that we can look back and say, look what God did and how he exploded the church even more. Um, yeah, man. This I do think that
1: the changes are going to be it's gonna be a good thing for the church, I right. think long run. Right. Because I do kind of wonder if maybe we got stuck like in this rut of like just week after week. Every seven days putting on a huge production, you know, right. filling out that planning center, like put it, programming the lights, like you know what I mean? Like and just right. expecting people to come. And it was almost maybe becoming even like robotic. clubish. It's just, yeah, robotic. Yeah, this,
0: this is what we do, this is what we're supposed to do. Um, yeah. you know, let me check in. And I tell worship leaders this all the time and pastors. You know, every year I read through the book of Acts. And I read through the book of Acts every year. So it it allows me to do two things, man. It allows me to look at what the old, what the, what the first church was like and how close we are to it and how far we are from it. And so Mm. God, how do I move back to this and get rid of this? Or how do I gain this and let go of this? And that's why I do that. And for us as worship leaders and senior pastors in leadership, I think through the COVID, it will show us, Hey man, there's some things that we don't really need that we think we need that we don't need to really get this thing to you know, to really connect with people and then we have now learned some new skills so now we can do things a little bit better there were some and, and i'm not knocking against anybody please don't take it that way yeah, no, totally, there were some there were some some Baptist mm-hmm. churches that had nothing to do with you know the electronics and the technology that had to learn some things yeah. and then there were some big mega churches who had all these things Uh, But didn't realize, Okay, there's more that I can learn or maybe I don't need all of that to do this. We can just use this and we can just do that. I can just use just a piano and acoustic guitar. I don't use the production or I can do the production and still give my people uh, uh, the blessed things that we that that they desire and look for. So uh, it has totally changed us in so many ways, bro. But I think the changes that we have done have been bigger and have been better.
1: Yeah. And it shows us that we can still do ministry. Yeah, you're right. Without an auditorium that has 5,000 seats in it. Right. Like it can happen. And it's not like that's bad, but we can do it.
0: Yeah. My question now will be how much more will we do that? Because once, because, you know, you know, many churches are starting to go back even next week and And, you know, we're gearing up, we're reopening things of that nature. have a few churches who contacted me say, hey, man, we're getting ready to reopen in the end of March or something like that, or maybe the 1st of June, you know, would you be interested in coming back, blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff, you know? But now, what will we do? Will we get back to the routine of, okay, we're back in here, we're doing our things, or will we say, hey, man, this Sunday, we're not going to meet, we'll be online, and we're going to see what God's going to do, and we're going to do this thing out in the park somewhere, you know, we're going to share God in the park, and we're not going to be at our regular facility doing our regular normal thing, you know, blah blah blah, yeah. ooh, ooh, ooh. And see will we will this change really be an effective change that we embrace or something that we just look back and say, okay, yeah, we did that. Check this off our box, man. We we didn't let God down. <laughs> no what do you happens. think's gonna happen, bro? Man, I'm praying, you know, I'm praying that it will be uh uh the the, the the former that we will do more that we will embrace this and utilize everything and not just go back to what we normally just do. So that's be- always been my heart bro.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know, man, because I think that it it might be easier just to go back to what we know. <laughs> right. You know right. what we what we were doing before. But then we're just like back in the same same thing. I,
0: I hearken to this in the scripture. It says, you know, sing a new song. And so if it's telling me to sing new songs, that means we have to be creating something, we're moving forward, we're doing other things. And on a weekly basis, you know, uh, especially for you and, and, and Luke community, you yeah. guys get a plethora of new songs from artists all the time yeah. and new music, but then we do church the same way. So yeah. how can you pour new wine into old skins it, it doesn't you know what I'm saying so we have to be evolving and developing and growing and not that we they are not that we get away from those things but we are holding to those things but we're also being creative and developing things I cannot give the same message the same way to the kids today that I did you know uh, 15 years ago because they're they're totally different kids they're totally different generations I can't preach the same word the same way every week. Because people are going through different things. You know, right now we're dealing with one, or, uh, a huge case in the media right now, bro. And yeah. people have made it, you know, it's a black and a white, it's a, a Republican and a Democrat thing. No, bro. This is a human thing. This yeah. has nothing to do with these things that we make it. But because of our nature, we want to grab onto the things that we've always held on to. And it can never be anything different. I am right. waiting for that day and I'm hoping through this COVID and even through this situation that we grab onto, okay, we can do things together because, because that's what God has called us to do. And yeah, that's what man. I think, man. And so that's why I love, and that's why I champion loop community, man. When you first introduced it to me back at uh, Camp Electric, I was like, yeah, <laughs> man, no, nah, man, that's not for me, bro, blah, blah, blah. But then the more you would talk to me about it and the more I get to see how effective this is with, with backing tracks and The ability to have someone create something that may not be like this, but it's creating something that will enhance what I do. I realize how much of a blessing it will be for me and what I was doing, as well as for more worship leaders across the country and across the globe. So that's why I just say, hey, Matt, I'm going to be your biggest ambassador. I'm going to be your biggest champion, man. man. And, you have uh, been bro and it's been a blessing man and so i thank you for even through the covid okay guys we're going to do things a little bit different we're going to give you this we're going to add this to it we're going to try to make sure you can stream with these things we're going to do a little bit more so that your worship situation is yeah. not lacking in any kind of way and yeah. what a blessing that has been to so many people bro so i want to say thank you from from the bottom of my heart as a worship leader and and as a pastor and a leader uh to say thank you for that bro because because you guys have done a tremendous job and you continue to be on the precipice of change and innovation, bro. You're always trying to do something more for us, bro. So I appreciate that.
1: Thanks, man. Yeah, bro, I appreciate you saying that. That's, I mean, this is why we started Loop Communities, to support worship leaders. And that's why I've been enjoying doing these community stories. Um, Cause I'm just like, you know what? Like, We're not just some like corporate company that like you can't talk right. to. And like, I wanna know, I wanna know the people who are like a part of Loop Community. Right. And so I love just having these like combos to be like, how is this in, impacting your life? Because it's impacting everybody's life in some okay. way and and similarities and, and there's differences. And um, in closing, what would be just like one, like what, what, what would you encourage worship leaders to do during this time?
0: Like, yeah, I would I would encourage worship leaders to get Zoom, get FaceTime, get whatever it is and connect with their their worship team in this process. Because we do this a lot because, you know, many of of them are on staff and they're paid and they got to go in, they got to clock in, they got to do their hours. And then midweek and Sunday, they do their their spiel with the team and the team never becomes family. Mm -hmm. And I've always said that that it's vital for relationship. That's what Christianity has given me. It's it's given me relationship. I used to be uh, in the nation of Islam. I used to be a Muslim. And what I realized, the difference with those religions is that, you know, uh, being a Muslim was about what I would do, my works, whereas Christianity is about my relationship, my relationship with God and my relationship with fellow men. And so I would tell worship leaders to engage in a new level of relationship. Don't just, okay, man, you come and we do these songs in rehearsal. We're going to do our spiel on Sunday morning and hi, God bless you, man. We're out of here and we clock back in again because it becomes a job. But when I do ministry, when I do life with you, when I engage with you, when when I go to a baseball game, when they come back and I invite your kids to the baseball game because I'm taking my kids, it becomes a relationship. I'm embracing you instead of just tolerating you. And that's one thing that I think as worship leaders and as leaders in the body of Christ that we have failed to do, we have failed to develop relationships as messy as that can become sometimes, bro. We have failed to develop relationships. We have, you know, uh, situations where, okay, these guys are on a team and I got 50 people on my staff and I rotate them in uh, and we're going to do our thing. Then I rotate the next group in. But do you really know those? Do you know that bass player? Because if I really know that bass player, I know that this day I won't use this song because that doesn't flatter what he's able to do. I don't I don't want to make him look bad, you know, because I picked this song because this is my best song. But when I know him and he knows me, I will pick songs that will be a blessing for all of us to engage with. So develop the relationships that you have with your with your worship teams and your senior pastor. You know, that's very important as well. man. that relationship is is huge and very vital. And wow. so if I could say anything to those guys man please yeah. engage in relationship bro
1: Man that is great advice that's awesome you're you're packed full of wisdom I appreciate <laughs> you man you're always just so encouraging I love talking to you hanging out with you
0: Hey and, man uh, I greatly appreciate it bro you have been a blessing man. to me and my family over the years man And I and I'm gonna say this and this and again this is not a plug for you and anything a cheap plug but it is a plug for you uh Loop community and Loop gospel has changed everything that I've been able to do in, in ministry. And it has taken my ministry to the next level. Some of the guys that you have on there are dear friends of mine now that have helped yeah. me work on my new album and things of that nature, bro. And so I thank you. As a matter of fact, my man, Aaron Daniels is on here right now, man. Yeah, bro. He's helping me work on some music and things that these guys are incredible guys. So if you have not tapped into, please log on to Luke community, Luke gospel, man, and yeah. and and help out your worship team to become better at what they do. Bro, where can people find your music, too? Man, I'm on all those streaming, iTunes, Spotify, and all those kind of things. They can find me, man. And it's cool. uh, a and, and blessing. Uh, and as well, man, cool. like, hold on. I'm going to do this. Hold on. Real quick. It says unapologetic oh, urban man. gear. Because uh, anytime people see me, oh, cool. they always see the gear that, that, that I wear. And they're like, man, Marvin, I love this gear. And so this yeah, is right. what happens. This is where we get it at right here, man. So log on to UUGATL uh, and get some incredible gear, man, because this is Christian gear. I don't dim my lights to fit in. We're not changing those kind of things. This is Christian gear that any and everybody can wear, bro. And so I champion this company, man, because I love them because it's a family company. That's his daughter. Yeah, right there. Man. She's working hard. That's awesome. That's <laughs> so awesome. So love you, Matt, man. Thank you so much yeah, man. for the opportunity to jump on here, bro.
1: Love you, man. Take care, man. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the Loop Community Podcast. Music from this episode is brought to you by John Guerra from his album, Little Songs. Make sure you check it out on Apple Music or Spotify. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, leave a review and a rating. It means a lot. We'll see you soon.